Hello and welcome to Money Markets and More with me, Dominic Frisby. And today we advise you to hold on to your oil, gas and coal stocks. The bull market is not over. A number of people have asked me to cover Bitcoin after this week's insanity and I will very soon, I promise. But today it's all about fossil fuels once again. And while the oil and natural gas prices haven't done a great deal, uh, these last six months up a bit, down a bit, then sideways, the associated companies have done very well, the producers, the service companies and so on. Many years of bear market and belt tightening are now paying off. However, we are not yet, I would suggest, at that point of excess and decadence that marks the end of a cycle. Crazy mergers and acquisitions, insane valuations and bacchanalian behaviour from the executive classes. We're certainly seeing back an alien behaviour in Bitcoin. So I venture today, as last week, that there is still plenty of gas left in the tank of this bull market. And with that in mind, I wanted to share a few charts with you uh, that give you an idea of what is possible. And those charts are all in the article, um, so you can see them there. You obviously can't see them in this podcast, even though radio is a visual medium. So the first of the charts shows the ratio between energy stocks and the rest of the market. Indeed, without energy stocks, there would not be a rest of the market. A simple point that many, especially those who make policy, seem to be oblivious to. The world we live in today and the economic benefits we enjoy relative to our ancestors have been made possible by fossil fuel. So here is the energy sector relative to the S&P 500. And the higher the chart goes, the bigger the relative market cap of energy stocks. And you can see that even with the rally we've seen in energy companies since 2020, on a relative basis, energy companies are give or take where they were at the turn of the century when oil itself uh, was around $10 a barrel. And that secular bull market was only just getting started. You can also see that we're in an uptrend. Energy stocks are increasing in value while the broader S&P 500 is flat or falling. It's also worth noting that the relative market cap was almost three times as large in mid-2008 when oil went to $147 a barrel. The inference is that the bull market has a lot further to run. Next, we consider the ratio between oil, West Texas Intermediate, and the S&P 500. You would expect this chart to trend lower over time because oil production and extraction techniques should improve over time while broader economies and the companies who operate in them grow. Nevertheless, we are below the levels we were in the early part of the century. And you can see just how high that ratio went uh, in 2008 and how low it went in the corona panic of 2020 when oil futures somehow went into negative territory. It kind of feels like we're in about 2003, late 2003. Relative to the S&P 500, oil is roughly where it was three or five years ago, and I'd say it's at its three or five year average. It's a lot cheaper than it was throughout that entire 2003 to mid-2014 time frame. So even with the gains of the last two years, oil does not look expensive relative to the S&P 500. It is at the cheaper end of the range. Another sign that there is more gas left in this bull market tank. 
Next, we look at oil relative to gold, and these two, as hard commodities, tend to trade in a much tighter range over time. But my observation, again, is that the low to middle of the 20-year range is where we are, and we're not at one of those points of extremity whereby you might consider rolling out of one and into the other. For sure, we're nothing like we were when oil went to $147 in 2008. In fact, we're below where we were for most of the 2000s, and on the basis of that chart, oil is the cheaper of the two. As regular readers will vouch, oil's a drum I've been beating since 2016 when it was $25 or so, declaring it our trade of the lustrum. A lustrum is a five-year period, a useful and underused word, I'd say. That lustrum is now becoming a decade, and we continue to beat the oil drum, uh, and we can beat the gas drum and the coal drum and the related companies drum. Fossil fuel demand will continue to grow until at least 2030, the IEA is forecast, 2040 in the case of natural gas. That means it is not just enough to maintain current production levels, they need to increase. Yet there have only been seven or eight years, yet there have been seven or eight years of underinvestment leading to today's shortages, partly because of ESG deterring investment, partly because so much capital has gone into green energy related companies instead, and partly because of the excesses of the previous bull market. They still needed to be purged. The bull market conditions are still good and longer term, I think fossil fuel stocks go higher. I'm a big believer in narratives within markets, and this fossil fuel story is only slowly starting to change. Many are realising just how important they are and what they have made possible. Indeed, that there is a strong moral case for them, not against them. But the narrative is not yet at end of cycle levels. When people start talking about peak oil again, that's the sort of thing you want to be looking out for. That's the the need for alternative energy sources is not because fossil fuels are bad, but because we have consumed them all. I don't know what the end of bull market narratives will be. That's a story that's yet to be told. But if legislators and subsidisers start abandoning abandoning electric vehicle initiatives because the ultimate source of the electricity means the burning of fossil fuels, and it's actually quite inefficient, never mind hypocritical, that is one possible scenario. So hold on to your positions and enjoy the ride. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I'll be back with another podcast very soon. Um, And... Uh, please subscribe to the publication and look out for my gigs on December the 16th. I'll be playing with the Gilets Jaunes uh, at Comedy Unleashed for a Comedy Unleashed Christmas knees up. So that should be great fun. Look out for that. Until then, goodbye.